What up, what up, what up? <laughs> On this episode of Seeking Wisdom, we're going to talk about uh, one of our favorite topics, work-life balance and the myth of work-life balance. Shit don't exist. All right, so we're going to talk about work-life balance, something that I bet everybody listening has thought about, thinks about, talks about. Um, and, you know, especially today, it's harder than ever, right? We have Slack, we have email, we have jobs that it doesn't matter if we're in the office, we can always work at different times. Um, but we want to change the way that you think about work-life balance because you said it doesn't exist. It's not a real thing. It doesn't exist. I think it's the myth the, that everyone always chases. It's the unicorn that we want but doesn't exist. Um, so the first thing when talking about work, work life balance is to just, maybe this is like a Stephen Covey thing where you change your paradigm, right? Change up, change the, the map of what work life balance is, first of all. Um, and so I think maybe if you first understand that it's impossible, that'll change the perspective. Yeah. And especially if you read medium these days, I think this is where everyone writes about work life balance on the daily. Uh, you, you see that, um, I think the paradigm shift for me and that uh, is thinking about it at the macro level. So take it up a level, take it up many levels, and, uh, and then work-life balance kind of makes sense in that high level. But I think people get too focused, too obsessed with trying to optimize every last inch of everything, and you see this on Medium uh, all the time. And, uh, and they try to optimize every hour to be balanced, every day to be balanced, and I think that that is impossible. So they, they think that um, basically that would mean you, you show up at work at 9, you do only work from 9 to 5, you leave right at five and you go home and you hang out with your family and your kids and you don't think about work. And then that's like what the, that's the myth. That's the myth that you have these very clear lines that fit well inside of an Excel table, right? (laughs) That say like from this time to this time and not one minute over, do I work? And then this is my personal time. And this is the amount I allocate towards friends, et cetera, et cetera. And we all know that's impossible, but people try to chase that every day. Yeah. And, um, you wrote a post on this that, that we'll link to in here. Um, but basically one of the things is like, if you think about it that way, you're just going to make yourself absolutely fucking miserable mm-hmm. because you have to think, uh, if you think that way, then you're thinking like, I have to be the perfect parent. I have to be the perfect, uh, team member. I have to be the perfect, uh, husband or wife. I have to be the perfect everything. Yeah. So you've kind of found like a little hack for this. And it's funny cause the hack, hack is not the right word, but it's what mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and your, your whole work life balancing is just, it's not work life balance. It's just prioritization. Talk about about what you've done. Yeah, it's about prioritization and just accepting that things will ebb and flow and that at the macro level, things will balance out. And so, you know, my priorities are very simple right there. I prioritize my family, uh, myself and my health and my friends. And then I prioritize work kind of in that order. Yeah. And, uh, but people say, whoa, whoa, you're a startup founder. You're trying to build this big <laughs> company. How are you going to put yourself last? Yeah, yeah. How am I going to put the company last? Uh, because those things have to, I can't be a good person at work if, uh, if I'm not focusing time on my family and not focusing time on my own personal health. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because I wanted to, this is something that's changed for me recently, which is... Um, like working in an environment where it doesn't matter if I show up at nine o'clock or nine fifteen or ten or eight fifteen, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter at all. It doesn't matter. Um, 
what's more important, like I know that like I have a, I have a morning routine, like I like to go to the gym, right? Yep. And so now, because of that, that's the way that we think here. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the most important thing for me. And so it doesn't matter if I come in at nine, if mm-hmm. I take care of myself in the morning, yep. I'm way more productive during the day. And so it doesn't matter if I show up at 9.15, right? Yep. If I got my thing in, I got my gym in, then I'm not spending the entire day thinking about, oh my God, how am I going to prioritize my health and like it's already it's already it's done. already taken care of and you did the right thing you stack things in the right order there and i think you know uh, that's the key you have to stack them in the right order we like to think about and i i kind of think about us adrift uh, as our our ethos is kind of work hard play hard right so like when you're here like crush it and uh, work hard and then when you're not here actively crush it, you know, whether that's it with your family or that's uh, personal time or that's working out, whatever you like, like go do it, do it to the max, right? Yeah. No half-stepping. But, but you also say like you want to find people who, it doesn't mean you're working all the time, but like Correct. somewhere you're out, like you're with your family, you're going for a run, you're mm-hmm. at the beach, but like you actually care about the problem that we're solving here. And so you're still thinking about it. You're never like that never, it's never turned off. Yeah, because, and that's, that to me is about caring, Right, finding people who care about what they do, uh, and uh, and if you do, then you can't fully turn it off, and you shouldn't try to because uh, if you can fully turn it off, then uh, it's probably hard for you to come back to work. Right, you come back to work because you need a paycheck or you need to get here, or, you know, because it's nine a.m. and so I have to be here. Yeah. We don't want anyone who to have to come to work because they feel like they have to. Uh, you want to come to work because you care about what you're doing and you're passionate and you want to focus and, and kill that. Do you think as a CEO and like as a founder, do you, do you have to set the tone and do that? Like, do you have to lead by example and, and show that there is this work-life balance or does, does that not matter? Uh, I, think it, I think it matters, in, especially in the, uh, maybe in all sizes. I think it does matter. And so I think I have to set the tone. I don't know if I do a great job at setting the tone, right? And that's okay. I, uh, I'm always trying to improve. Uh, so sometimes maybe I work too much or I'm, you know, around too much or, or not. I don't know. I don't know how people see me, but I know that I'm striving towards setting that example. The other thing that I think, uh, we talk about a lot that might have a, well, not might, it has a huge impact on work-life balance and prioritization is the big rocks. Yes. Like it's, it is funny how we talk about this stuff so much and they all kind of like, they all play together, right? And so work-life balance, uh, I think, is easier if you have the, the, the priorities right. Yep. You and I, I think they're so – I think we've never talked about it this way. Yeah. But they're so intertwined. If, you have, if you're focused on, big, on the big rocks, on the big things that you have to do each day to move the ball forward, whether that's in your health or at work or in your personal life or family life, what, whatever it is um, – then you're naturally going to prioritize the right thing and probably spend the right amount of time on that. Uh, and then people who focus too much on the small rocks are usually the people who are, and those are things that are not material, that are not moving the, the company or yourself forward, um, probably spend a lot of time trying to achieve this, this elusive balance and try to fill their day with lots of small rocks that they can fit, again, in their spreadsheets and their to-do lists or whatever, chock full of little small rocks that actually aren't meaningful. The big, like the prior, the big rock thing also, it kind of unlocks like this whole other level of freedom too, mm-hmm. I think, right? If you say, okay, here's my one thing for the day or here's my one thing for the week. Once you get, if you, if, if I say, okay, right now I'm working on a marketing plan for our Zapier integration, mm-hmm. right? That's my thing for, I set the next two days. Yep. If I got that done. Awesome. Great. Amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, Lee, my wife texts me and she's like, hey, you want to meet up for a drink at four o'clock? Guess what yeah. I'm going to do? I'm going to cool. go do that. That's awesome. 
Someone text me to go to drinks at four o'clock. (laughs) (laughs) It's not going to actually happen. Yeah, not going to happen for me. um, But but the point of that is like it just goes back to prioritization, which is and Big Rocks was new for you. So what? How do you think about Big Rocks? It's hard. I still struggle with it every day because I feel like I make a list that is ten Big Rocks. Yeah. but I've just noticed that the, the the feeling that I get and the quality of work is so much better when I just pick one thing. Yep. And so the new thing that I've been doing lately is uh, every Sunday, whether it's Sunday morning or Sunday night, just depends on when I'm around, I actually try to plan out my week. Um, and it doesn't work for me. I'm not a person. I can't put time on my calendar and that says at one o'clock, I'm going to write this thing, right? Mm-hmm. I'm right. I'm working on this content thing. And at one o'clock on Tuesday, that's when I'm going to write it. I know a ton of people do that. Like we talked to Noah Kagan. He does that. For me, that just hasn't worked because I just need to do work like when it happens Mm -hmm. and when it feels right. And what would end up happening is I'd put the time on my calendar for one o'clock and I'd just do it earlier. I think what you're experiencing is more normal. And I think that's why uh, people try to be more like Noah, right? Try to put themselves on a schedule. And I think you really need to listen to your yourself and your body and your and know when it's right and you have that feeling yeah and uh but i think that's scary for people because it's hard to measure and just like um you focusing on big rocks versus small rocks is soup you know when it's working you feel it and it's hugely empowering for you but you still struggle with maybe having too many big rocks so how do you know when it's right you just feel it yeah for sure and uh it's funny because some of the some of like the stuff that's been most successful for us, like on the marketing side of things, I've written at like midnight on a Saturday, yep. right? Just has no, it doesn't matter at all yep. when, when it happens. Or off the cuff. Yeah. Just when it comes to you, just do it. You yep. drop everything and do it. And now your whole week has shifted. So, so yeah, now I write out like every Sunday night, I write like four to five things, the big mm-hmm. goals that I want to get done yep. for the week. And that just keeps me level set, right? It's like, mm-hmm. if you don't do anything this week, you got to get these four things done. Yeah. And there's an important thing there and that you mentioned, which was, you know, there are sometimes things come up and you just jump on them. And those have been some of our bigger things For as sure. well. Yeah. And uh, like two words I'm always uh, I'm saying a lot to people who are in the other side of putting everything on the list is cognitive load. And I keep saying cognitive yeah. load. I, I was saying that to one of our designers, Elise, recently, because we were talking about some some little tiny minor change that we've been talking about for a long time and and she was checking you know what trello card it was on and what list and prioritizing this and that and moving and i just kept saying her cognitive load and she was like what i'm like cognitive i'm like it would have been faster to do the thing that we've been talking about than all the energy of putting it on lists and moving it on lists and prioritizing and moving in this sometimes you just gotta be able to use your gut and say i'm just gonna do this right now it's on, it's on no list, but I'm going to do it right now. It's going to be easier for me to do it right now than to put it on some freaking list. Yeah, and those are the things that you, after you do them, like mm-hmm. you feel, there's certain things that you do and you just, they feel amazing after you've done mm-hmm. them. And those are the types of things. Yep, totally. You had an idea, you just completely blew up your day and you just worked on it. Yeah, because it, you spend so much time on the slow thing. Even if you put it on a list, now you have to remember that it's on a list. Now you're thinking about it, you know, when you shouldn't be thinking about it. Oh, like I got to get back to that thing. And it's like, wow, you just spent more mental energy. Right. Burned it than just doing the thing. Right. And just, I think, having a plan, like, so, yeah, I get buried in lists too, but I mm-hmm. think having a plan ha- has had a huge thing. So, like, you know, the Sunday night thing, I write out stuff, but then I'll just pick one thing. Like, what, what would make Monday, what would make today amazing. a successful day, mm-hmm. right, if I got this one thing done? Yep. And then it's an amazing feeling if you just, be- if you get that thing done, mm-hmm. and then it's noon, and you're like, wow, cool, okay, now, 
Gravy. I can do whatever. Yep. Everything. Get the next everything thing. Everything is yeah. set. It's, it's set. So, yeah, the big rocks just really align everything. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I wanted to bring up with you, this is kind of related, uh, that was unlocking is um, a book that you said you, you kind of revisit every year, which is uh, Peter Drucker. Yes. Managing uh, oneself. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little book. It's like kind of like a pamphlet, really. Yeah. And everyone should buy it. It costs $5, I it's think. Like 30 on pages. Yeah, it's 30 pages long, and you can revisit it. And, uh, and it's just like the title says. It's a, it's a book about not managing others, but learning to manage yourself. And, uh, and everything in there you probably know at some level. Uh, but every time I recommend that book to someone or I reread it myself, something new pops out yeah. of that little 30-page pamphlet. Can you guess what the big thing for the thing that changed me from that book? Hmm, good question. No. You can't? No, no. It was, um, he has a line, I forget exactly line, but it was like, stop spending, times on, t- stop spending time on things that you aren't good at. Yes. So, and it seems so fucking obvious. Yeah. But that was like a complete game changer for me because, you know, and, and his whole point is like, it's going to take you longer to get from not good at something yeah. to mediocre mm-hmm. for something brand new than if you just focus on something you're already good at and try to get great at it. Mm-hmm. it just, so that's just completely changing. Like, you know, whether it's you're not, you know, math isn't your thing or you're not a spreadsheet person or like design isn't your thing. Yeah. Like, just forget about that stuff. It's so obvious, but so hard. This is why Dave's ahead of the ball because he read that and that book is so important and he got it. It took me like a decade to figure that out. Well, that's the I, one thing. I'm sure there's other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it took me a decade to figure that out the hard way uh, of just repeatedly trying to get better at things that I wasn't naturally good at and, uh, and then just figuring out, like, I'm, always go- I'm only ever going to be mediocre at any of these yeah. things. What, what's something that you stopped trying to get better at? Oh, yeah. Uh, managing things on lists. Back to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I saw, like, every, you know, I read every book, GTD this and that, and I tried every system and to-dos and whatever, and I just kept putting more stuff on lists and organizing and geeking out about the list. I talk about this stuff because I fall into the trap just like everyone else, and I have to remind myself, and, and then I just... I realized I'm never going back to these lists. I'm never using these lists, and I just don't think this way. And so I, I had to throw it away. But that was an area that I saw everyone around me who had personalities that were good at the list building thing, or at least on the surface it looked that way. Now I can look back and think like they weren't actually very effective. They were just good at list making. Yeah, I think, I'm, I think that uh, 90% of the stuff that I write down I don't ever go yeah. back to. Same. And I think it's good to write it down. I'm not against writing it down. It's just don't get obsessed or panicked or anxious about doing it. Writing it down is awesome because you get it out of your, out of your brain. Yeah. Right? So, uh, yeah, work-life balance. It's, 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 it's not cha- true. Change your mindset. Yes. It's not true. It doesn't exist. And I think we need to stop chasing it. And you're going to be a lot happier uh, once you do. Cool. Let that, that's a good wrap for today. Let's wrap it. What do we want to tell the people to do, though? We need reviews. We need reviews. Come on. You're holding back. <laughs> I keep hearing a lot of people. I keep getting emails about people uh, listening to the podcast week after week. And I know, I know, I'm talking to you. You're not reviewing. Let's get a five-star review. Awesome. Yeah, leave a review. Uh, the easy way to do it, you can just go to our website, seekingwisdom.io. And if you write a review, we're going to show you on that page, too. That's right. We're going to put your lovely photo on that page. Cool. See ya. All right.